now it's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, November the 12th, 2017. I hope you and yours had a great Veterans Day weekend, and I hope you made the most of it and remembered uh, who it was that we were honoring this weekend. Before we get started, I do want to take a little moment of personal privilege um, to talk about the passing of Richard Cross, who was uh, an associate of ours. Uh, we, Most of us here at Red Maryland knew Richard, um, spoke to him on a frequent basis. Rich, Richard and I communicated uh, pretty frequently sometimes. We had some, some shared enemies uh, who we enjoyed talking about uh, and, and some shared philosophies and, and principles. Richard, of course, will wind up probably going down in history um, – Across the country for being the speechwriter for the Trump, uh, for Trump at the Republican National Convention last year, who ultimately voted for Hillary Clinton. But of course, here he was a press, uh, a press uh, secretary for former Congresswoman Helic Delick Bentley, who passed last year, and of course former Governor Robert Ehrlich. And uh, Richard was always an interesting, uh, interesting fellow to talk to, and always had an interesting and and well reasoned take on the political scene. So Richard will, uh, Richard will be missed here in our state. And, you know, let's let's talk about something completely different, um, which is one of the reasons I think ultimately Richard will end up voting for Donald Trump. And that's or excuse me, voting for Hillary Clinton, excuse me, uh, was the fact that the moral cesspool that the Republican Party has become in recent weeks Two me- this this issue regarding Judge Roy Moore has been problematic for any number of reasons. One, Roy Moore was a terrible Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate to start with, somebody who doesn't respect the rule of law, who doesn't respect the Constitution, and thinks that his opinion is, you know, is, is more valuable and is more uh, rational than those of the courts, those of the Constitution, those of the rule uh, of, of the laws that have been set by this country. He is a, he is a theocratic statist and one who doesn't particularly understand Christianity all that well. So there were problems with Roy Moore prior to to what happened, the revelations that came out earlier this week. I have said for a while, prior to all of this, that Moore was likely going to lose the U.S. Senate race um, to the Democrat in Annapolis this year. Then comes the revelations, the the sourced revelations about Roy Moore's uh, dabbling in pedophilia, and I don't care what um, you know what you call it. Um, the fact of the matter is is that if you are uh, engaged in any sort of activity with a 14-year-old when you are uh, 32 years old, you are a sick, perverted bastard, uh, and you really should just go straight to hell. Uh, that's that's my personal opinion. Um, you know, there's there's no place in in the United States Senate for somebody who is as sick, evil, and perverted as Roy Moore, and that's just that's just the God's honest truth. We've seen some reaction to all of this. Yesterday, Governor Hogan tweeted, Roy Moore's defenders should ask themselves if they would be so quick to excuse him if the victim was their daughter or if the offender was a Democrat. He is unfit for office and should step aside. Americans are better than this. Governor Hogan, of course, is 120% right on this. Roy Moore is unfit for office. Roy Moore should not be allowed anywhere near the United States Senate. 
If he wins the election, the Republicans in the United States Senate should move to make sure he is not seated as a United States senator. Roy Moore lacks the moral character, the moral turpitude, the moral fiber to be a United States senator, especially given the fact that Roy Moore has gone out of his way to not really deny that he did what his accusers have accused him of doing. Now, clearly, I'm not somebody who is going to believe something that the Washington Post writes just because it's in in the newspaper. However, if you read the story, like I have, you realize that the story is pretty bulletproof. This isn't a situation like the Duke lacrosse case where you had one person making an accusation and a rush to judgment uh, in a story that fell apart pretty quickly. The fact that so many people were sourced on this story, the fact that so many women were sourced on this story, all of whom have nothing to gain from their revelations regarding Roy Moore, nothing to gain you know, from being a part of this, of this circus, and who hold their stories to the Washington Post individually, should make anybody who is defending people, defending Roy Moore in this situation, take pause. However, it's not. You have Republicans. I, I, I won't call them conservatives, because these are people who have far long ago abandoned the mantle of conservatism to become establishment Republican Trump supporters. Too many people are defending Roy Moore and what he did. These are the same peoples who have attacked Democrats in the past for sins far, far less severe than what Roy Moore did. Let's take, for example, Jerry Cave, somebody who we at Red Maryland supported heavily when he ran for the state Senate against Brian Frosch in 2010. In 2010, um, Jerry Cave attacked Brian Frosch because Brian Frosch was one of three senators who did not vote for Jessica's Law. Brian Frosch actively opposed tougher penalties for sex predators, and Jerry Cave made that a focus of his campaign. Now, Jerry Cave is out there defending Roy Moore for doing far worse than anything that Brian Frosch ever did. This is just one of them, the example of many Republicans, people who were who said that they were conservatives, but sold out their principles to back Trump 100%, whatever the cost. This is a societal problem, okay? In a society where we have already seen, just look already, look around you today, how many cases uh, that have been popping up in recent weeks about sexual abuse, about Kevin Spacey, about Louis C.K., about, I, I've lost track of how many celebrities and famous people have been have been bogged down in the in these sexual peccadillos, these sexual scandals, this sexual assault and sexual abuse. I've lost count of how many people have had these revelations come against them in recent weeks. All individuals who have been who were abused by them years ago. And you have Republicans who are basically saying, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, we need to back this guy just because it takes, keeps a Democrat from getting the seat. Like hell, people. Nobody deserves to win that Senate seat. Roy Moore is just as bad as the Democratic nominee, Doug Jones. They both peddle statism. They both peddle different... They both peddle an, an ideology that is an affront to the Constitution of the United States. You don't get to excuse somebody's sexual predators, predator nature, 
just because they suit up wearing a Republican jersey. That's mind-bogglingly stupid. It just pisses me off just thinking that there are Republicans out there who are willing to excuse sex crimes just because a Republican did them. These are the same people who insisted that Bill Clinton was unfit for office because of his sex crimes. And oh, by the way, he was. Bill Clinton should have been removed from office when he was impeached, but he wasn't. If you think that Bill Clinton should have been impeached for what he did, but you think that Roy Moore, what he did, is no excuse for him to be serving to not be serving in the United States Senate, well, your situational ethics are a little problematic, don't you think? If you're deciding what's moral and what's right based on whether or not it was a Democrat or a Republican who did the crime, then you're part of the damn problem. You should be thrown in the trash. That is not good. That is not healthy. We in this country, look, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why we got here. And yes, the breakdown of the family was one of them. The breakdown of sexual um, sexual appropriateness. When, when sex became something that happened outside of marriage. When the sexual revolution basically said it was great to have as many partners as you can. That is part of the problem because it made this sort of sexual whatever, whatever you want to call it, the sexual predator nature made it more, you know, it made it, I don't want to say more accepted, but that's the God's honest truth. It's happened throughout society over time. Even back in Hollywood, you can see on the internet some of the things that Maureen O'Hara went through back in the 40s when she was uh, an up-and-coming actress. This is nothing new. Look at what the Kennedys did far, far before the sexual revolution, well before JFK was elected president. And I got news for you, folks. It's happened in Maryland. Okay? There are people I know who have had this happen to them. Both inside and outside of politics. And you know what? It happens often as much from a D as it does from an R. Do you think John Leopold's the only one? Do you really think that John Leopold is the only sexual predator out there who did what he did when he was in office as county executive? There are stories going back decades about legislators and what they do in Annapolis. And it happens on both sides. It happens. Do you really think that it's okay if a Republican does that? but not when a Democrat does it? Do you realize how stupid that sounds? Do you realize how immoral that is? Morality does not decide... Morality is not decided based on which side you suit up with in the morning. There's a reason why we at Red Maryland have a long, proud history of demanding the resignation of people on our own side of the aisle when they do things that are that are just not correct. 
when they do things that are wrong, like when we demanded that John Leopold resign, and we demanded that Don Dwyer resign, we demanded that Rinkum Polaria resign. We hold our own people to a high standard because we want to set the standard. We want all conservatives to show people what it is to be a good, moral, upstanding person and our elected officials to be good people of high moral character, something that cannot be said for Roy Moore. Folks, I implore you to think about the things that you say when it comes to this. I implore you to think about the ethics of what you are suggesting. I know many of you out there are as disgusted as I am by what Roy Moore has done. That many of you were as disgusted as I am about the people who are defending him. And I would dare say that a majority of the Republican Party and a majority of conservatives agree with me and agree with Governor Hogan. Governor Hogan, as the leader of the Maryland Republican Party, has set the tone for what is and is not acceptable. And what Governor Hogan is suggesting is that Roy Moore is not the kind of leader that we need in Washington. That his activity, his behavior, his refusal to even acknowledge that his behavior was wrong is not something that should be welcomed in polite society. It's certainly not something that should be welcomed in the Republican Party. And it is not something that we need representing us in the United States Senate. The governor is right. Roy Moore is unfit for office. And if you think that he's fit for office because he's a Republican running against a Democrat, I urge you to go to the church or the religious institution of your choosing, sit in a pew, and pray. And pray that God shows you the true way because you're not following it right now. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. Tuesday, it's a brand new episode of The Conservative Refuge with Greg Klein. Thursday, it's a brand new episode of The Flagship, Red Maryland Radio with yours truly and Greg Klein. Sunday, it's a new episode of The Air Raid with yours truly, Brian Griffiths. Uh, Friday nights also, too. It's election focus, uh, where Greg interviews folks who are running for office in 2018. Throughout the week, it's the Rob Carson Show, bringing you the best in national politics here on the Red Maryland Network. And uh, also, don't forget, this Friday night, uh, you can come out and join Red Maryland at the Maryland Republican Party uh, Fall Convention. That will be at the preserves at Arundel Mills, uh, or the hotel at Arundel Preserve, excuse me. Um, go to mdgop.org for more uh, information about this weekend's convention. We will be broadcasting there. We will be talking with Republican elected officials. I'm sure we will be asking people all the tough questions as we are wont to do. So be sure to join us this Friday night at the Fall Maryland Republican Party Convention. Go to mdgop.org for more information. Go to the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. While you're there, click on the link that says support us, and that'll give you all the different ways that you can support us, including being a part of our street team by distributing flyers, um, buying stuff using our Amazon link. Christmas is coming up. Make your purchases through that Amazon link, and a portion of those proceeds come back to Red Maryland to help us grow and enhance the network. You can also go to Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland to buy your Red Maryland network gear. It also gives you the link to subscribe 
uh, to Red Maryland Network Programming on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play. It also You can also subscribe to our newsletter. You can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash redmaryland. We are on Instagram at redmaryland. We are on Twitter at redmaryland. Be sure to share our stuff with your social media followers. You are the force multiplier that will help conservatism in 2018. And, of course, you can also donate to us as well uh, at paypal.me slash redmaryland. While you are at redmaryland.com, also vote in the November Red Maryland poll, which also is the nominations for the 2018 Red Maryland Awards. Excuse me, the 2017 Red Maryland Awards. And uh, we will be voting on those in December. And, of course, a, a, a great field of candidates will be forthcoming this year. And uh, you can check those out and vote uh, in the poll and make your nominations at redmaryland.com. If you want some feedback or have some feedback to give us, redmaryland at gmail.com is how you do that. And you can call us on the Red Maryland Talkback line, 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comment on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of The Air Raid. Again, be sure to check out all of our network programming. Join us this Friday night at the State Party Convention. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night and God bless. <laughs>